How to build an audience is an experience turned into a podcast. This is a show for service-based entrepreneurs and solopreneurs who are looking to build an audience for increasing their market presence and authority. You'll get stories, songs, conversations, experiences, tips, and much, much more. My name's David. I produce podcasts for entrepreneurs and coaches. Join me on this quest to find answers and uncover new questions. Hop on the ship and get yourself some coffee. Let's create a map together to go on the journey of building an audience. Hello there and welcome to a new amazing episode of this super amazing podcast called how to build an audience. Let me tell you in advance that if you happen to hear some squeaky sounds in the background, those are my son's parakeets that are noisy as hell. But yeah, what can you do? I am recording at home, so there is nothing else I can do. Just integrate that as part of my recording today. So today's episode is about something that is very important. This is probably one of the most important episodes of this show, even though it's one of the few episodes I have published so far, but it's going to be very important. And it's going to be about a partial truth that we have based our beliefs on. Yep, that's that's exactly it. We We base a lot of our actions and we measure success this is very serious. We measure success based on a bunch of partial truths. And sometimes even on things that have nothing to do with success. We attribute success to things that have nothing to do with success. And no, I'm not like the type of crazy guy with a sign hanging from his neck and shouting, it's all a lie, it's all conspiracy. No, uh, I'm, I'm pretty serious. A lot of the things we base our decisions on, those tips or those recommendations, those stories are kind of a lie. And this is why. In entrepreneurship and content creation, we are usually fed half-truths, which we use to operate our businesses and content strategies. And then we get so frustrated because the results were not as we expected. Because those magic formulas did not work. Thing is, what we are being fed is tons and tons of something called survivorship bias. That thing is called survivorship bias. What is this thing? What is this survivorship bias thing? You might wonder. Let me give you an illustration first. And then I'm going to give you some real-life examples that relate to how survivorship bias applies to businesses and to content creation. All right, so think of these three dudes. Mark Zuckerberg, you know him, I'm sure. Steve Jobs, pretty popular dude. And Bill Gates. Everybody knows who those three are. All of them are examples of successful millionaires, creative innovators awesome entrepreneurs. The three of them were college dropouts. And the media likes to point out 
that they were college dropouts. They emphasized that a lot. This has led many to think that in order to succeed in business, you must drop out of college. Because the media and the blogs and the internet has cherry-picked three examples of successful dropouts. However, however, the other hundreds of thousands of college dropouts who are not as successful or even not successful at all, in whatever standard you want to define success, those people are not counted. Where are the other hundreds of thousands of dropouts? They are not measured. They are not included. This means there is actually no relationship between being a college dropout and being a successful entrepreneur. There are thousands of successful entrepreneurs who are actually college graduates. Survivorship bias means we decide that certain features or characteristics are the formula for surviving or for success because a few cherry-picked examples we selected happen to have or to possess those characteristics. However, besides this very select group of survivors, there are numerous others who also have exactly the same characteristics and have gone through similar or the same processes and did not survive or did not succeed or did not get the same results. But we never get to hear about the latter group. And this is why it is flawed. It is flawed on two sides. First, we're measuring success based on a small percentage of the population not on the full sample of the population that share the same characteristics. That's one major flaw. The other, the other major flaw is we picture a relation of causation where there is just a relation of coincidence. As in the example of that being a college dropout will cause you to be a millionaire. There is no cause. There is only a situation of coincidence. But being a college dropout doesn't cause you being a millionaire. Yeah? Uh, that's the thing. We attribute causation to situations or circumstances that have no connection to the cause of something. So, cherry picking the successful cases or people or companies and ignoring all the rest is very popular. And so is cherry-picking the characteristics to which we attribute success. Let me give you more examples. This one's very popular. Repeating a CEO's morning routine will not work on you because you ignore the millions of other factors that contribute to the exercise, such as uh, this, that CEO got into the industry at a particular time and place that benefited them, uh, that person had uh, built, already built, uh, I don't know, 20 businesses in the same industry and failed, but nobody ever speaks about those other 20 businesses. They, that person knew someone who helped them lobby in the government or at a company for access they needed to something or resources they needed, uh, or they associated with people that had a particular knowledge or skill set that contributed to their growth. And there are so many other aspects, okay? 
So there is much, much more that is not ever mentioned in those stupid millionaire morning routine videos you and I, yes, me too, have watched on YouTube. And okay, those are kind of obvious examples, but there are others that are more subtle, yet they are highly influential examples that we constantly consume and that we constantly base our decisions on. So, when you read a book on successful business models, what do you see? You see a list and an analysis of successful businesses and what they did right. However, you and I now wonder, where is the list and the analysis of the businesses that did everything exactly the same, that did everything quote-unquote right and got no results? Where are those businesses that went bankrupt or that had to take a new course or a different course? Where are those businesses that had the same or even a better model or a better product or a better strategy and did not work? Yep, you haven't heard of them. I haven't heard of them either. Not on the books we read, not on the videos we watch or on the classes we've taken or we take. They never make it into those pieces of content. They, never, they are never visible. Pick a book you've read on business and check if it shows multiple businesses that did the same thing, but like seven of them failed and only survived. Is that what you see? Yeah. A case study, eight examples, eight people, eight businesses doing the same thing, seven fail, one succeeds. You never get to see that, or at least I haven't gotten to see that, yeah? You see my point now? So this message is to help you be more critical in your journey, especially in your business journey and in your audience building journey. You'll see with different eyes that course or plan that supposedly has the secret formula to a successful business, quote unquote, right? And that program that was derived or that plan or that strategy that was derived from a particular company's path to success is not exactly the perfect plan or the right plan to succeed. You can do everything right. You can do all the things by the book and still fail. I know this fucking sucks, but I'm going to say it again. You can do everything right. You can do all the things by the book and still fail. And that's okay. That's life. That's business. It didn't work. Not because you failed to do the right thing, but because you're basing your actions on partial cherry-picked information, cherry-picked examples of success. Failing, as we already know, is just natural part of the journey. So, should you just ignore everything? Call it a day, yeah? Ignore everything you read and watch and listen to? No, absolutely not. There is still valuable information to be obtained from different sources. Do learn from those examples, but also be critical. Ask yourself, where is a part of the sample that failed? Where is, what are those cases that didn't make it? 
What are the cases that didn't get the same results or that got different results? What happened to those businesses that are not included? This is important. What happened to those businesses that are not included or are not mentioned on the lists or videos or courses or books or etc.? On the same note, be observant or of your own particular conditions and make decisions based on your own particular conditions. Yes, on what relates to you and your business directly. Pay attention to your context. Observe your context. Don't just blindly follow whatever is on a book or a video or a podcast. So you and I might not become the next Mark Zuckerberg. I'm thinking I'm too old to become a new Mark Zuckerberg anyway. But we can build our own story and stories of how we tried and failed and how we tried and succeeded. Thanks to our own unique and special particular conditions, timing, and actions. So, my friend, you who are listening to this podcast episode, I encourage you to continue on your path. Don't be harsh on yourself. Don't be a nasty yourself, please. And base your actions on your particular reality, of course, complemented with additional knowledge, but also bear in mind, bring into your plan your particular reality. And of course, while you do all this, enjoy every single step along the way. Thank you very much for listening to this episode of How to Build an Audience. I will see you next week and have a great day. Goodbye. Thanks a lot for listening to this episode. You can help fuel this ship to continue on our quest. Please share with me ideas, strategies, and tips that have worked for you or someone you know. Reach out at talkingsilkworm.com slash contact or at info at talkingsilkworm.com. Your contribution can become the next episode on this show. Thank you.